Salam, and welcome to the Mayetta Podcast. I'm Felicia, the founder and CEO of Mayetta. For those who don't know, Mayetta is a Canadian modest fashion apparel brand. Here, we will not only be discussing modest fashion, we will discuss the issues that we face as women, from motherhood, hijabi struggles, chasing our dreams, shattering those stereotypes, taking back the narrative, and women who inspire. Salam, and welcome to episode one of the Mayetta Podcast. As you know, I'm Felicia. I'm the founder and CEO of Mayetta. I am also a convert to Islam, a mom to five, and a Canadian with a mixed ethnic background of Irish, Scottish, and Vietnamese. So that's a little tidbit about me. Um, today we're going to talk about the muff- how I muffled the inner doubt and ran with my dreams. So it's kind of like the story of how and why I created the Halakha and Mayetta. So basically, I lived in Houston, Texas for about two years, a little over two years. And then I lived in Saudi Arabia and still live in Saudi Arabia and I've been here for the past 12 years. So basically my adult life has been quite the journey so far. Some might wonder, okay, a halakha, a fashion brand, you know, it doesn't really mix, but let me explain. So I've always had this love for fashion and I used to sketch outfits since I was a kid, like grade five, and even the shoes that I'd see in the magazines. So it's something that has always been there with me. And it was not until after I converted that the idea came became a lot more serious. It was, you know, just something I did for fun as a kid. But I became Muslim in 2003, alhamdulillah. I was 17 years old. And it was such a struggle to find clothes that I loved and that were modest. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So it was beyond frustrating. You'd go to the store, you would find things with slits, it'd be transparent, you know, huge slits or huge, you know, v-necks and things like that. So it was just so hard and you know, there was no way I was going to the grandma section to shop for clothes. Sorry. So I kind of flirted with the idea a bit um, of, you know, playing on this idea of creating my own, you know, clothing brand. I met and married my husband thanks to my McMaster Halifa girls and I started sketching some outfits and I started my business plan, but it didn't really get far other than that. I became pregnant. I was, you know, starting my first year at York University. And I really wanted to focus on my degree. So that's what I did. So fast forward a little bit, we moved to Houston. I continued my distance learning part-time and met some really amazing ladies at another halakha. Baby number two comes, we moved to Saudi Arabia. And for the longest time, the idea kept popping up in my mind. It's something that would just kind of come and I'd ignore it and I'd brush it off. And I'm really stubborn, just ask my husband. So uh, I just kind of always brushed it off. I was still focusing on my psych degree, and I also started an Islamic studies degree online as well. Um, basically, my goal was to create this health center um, with a focus on marriage counseling, addiction counseling, and a focus on like general mental health. So in my stubborn mind, I was like, nope, I'm going to do this. Forget about that completely. Um, but in the meantime of all that and working on that, I was really not happy you know, with what was in my community with the lack of Islamic events in English or any really regular halakhas or, you know, a community of sisterhood that was in my community. So I complained a lot about it to my husband, to myself. And, you know, my husband was like, why don't you do it? And I was like, no, I don't have time. And, you know, all those excuses, like how do you balance three kids, your school and, you know, a halakha and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of went through this journey and I would write in my notebook, like all these things that I wanted to achieve. And the list was long, you know, uh, but at the end of that, if you look back at it, I'm amazed that I've actually achieved 
almost all of them, you know, but I mean, at the time I'm just like, yeah, that's my wish list. So yeah, so that's what I did. Um, so here comes along baby number four. And then I actually started thinking about, you know, let, why, why not? You know, I, I can do this. I can be brave enough to do this. So we did that and we cre I created a halakha where we met like six times a month. Like weekly we would do like tafsir, Quran, and um, twice a month we would have like this coffee halakha kind of thing where we'd discuss different like Islamic topics or things we, you know, we wanted to talk about and learn more about. So we did that and we also had many events for kids. Uh, we had like a Sierra party, um, what else? Uh, Ramadan party, this became like a big annual thing that we did in our community. Obviously on pause now. But um, yeah, and we did picnics and stuff for kids. It was just so much fun, you know? And I think the most important thing is if you really see something missing in your community, just do it, you know? I mean, no one else is gonna do it for you. So if you see something missing, instead of complaining like I did, just go ahead and just, just fill it in, you know, do it. You know, someone has to do it. So that was really the best decision I made. Um, in 2017, pregnant with number five, and, and I kind of stopped muffling that inner voice, and I kept saying, you know what, it kept coming, it just kept coming to me, and I'm like, no, 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 but then all of a sudden, I'm like, why not, you know, just, just try. So I started the corporation, uh, we worked on the trademark, that in and of itself, like, the, you know, forming the company is not that hard to do, but the trademark, and going back and forth with the lawyers, and we trademarked in Canada, we trademarked in the US, it was, it was difficult, you know. It's not something easy, um, but it's crazy to think about it. You know, going from all those excuses to boom, halaga, boom, Islamic events for kids, and then alhamdulillah, now the clothing brand. So sometimes I wonder, how did I go from all those excuses, confusion, to achieving alhamdulillah by the will of Allah? You know, a lot of the dreams that I had written down in that notebook, and as crazy as it may sound. I just did it, you know? I was just tired of the lack of things that, whether it be for my dean or my wardrobe, it was just something I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore, you know? I didn't like the complaining anymore, and I realized that if I didn't find it, or if I didn't like what was existing in the community, then it was up to me to actually change it. So that's what I did. The journey was not easy, for sure. It was long nights, falling asleep on my mood boards, you know, like in your face. Um, keyboard as well, sleeping on my keyboard, and a lot of the times I was, you know, nursing my newborn, and my toddler wanted to sit on my shoulders, and the three other kids were running around. It was just, yeah, it was like kind of crazy, but alhamdulillah. There were lots of tears of frustration so many times thinking about giving up. The mom guilt, it's real, like so real. <laughs> but that constant pushing of myself, and remembering why I was doing this, you know, it was really tough, but when you have a, you know, like a deep reason within you why you're doing what you're doing, you know, it pushes you. It gives you that energy just to keep going, you know. Um, the path of entrepreneurship is hard. You have the challenges of the business, then you have your inner mental challenges as well. So these past few years of starting Mayada has been a journey of growth, learning, unlearning and changing my mindset for sure and these past three years really it's been consuming books after books like I don't even know how many books I've read this past three years like it's just non-stop the research the classes I work with a business mentor the positive affirmations you know I did the positive self-talk everything and the biggest thing for me that really helped was listening to motivational YouTube videos while I worked 
you know, I would wake up super early in the morning, stay up super late at night, just to achieve what I wanted to do. And, you know, but that constant, you know, keep going, push, persevere, you know, you, you can do this. What is, you know, just keep going. It really helped me. And it was really a labor of love, you know. But that feeling of, you know, growing this baby, so to speak, and see it come to life is the most rewarding thing you can ever experience. You know, I remember seeing the models get ready for the catwalk at Dubai Modest Fashion Week and just feeling so happy within that I finally listened to that whisper. You know, subhanAllah, I don't really, I believe that if something keeps coming to you, even if you're pushing it away, but it keeps coming to you, it's for a reason. You know, subhanAllah, it is really for a reason. I think it's, you know, Allah's way of guiding you. You know, he's giving you that, he's pushing you, giving you that feeling within you, and you should go for it. So push forward despite all those challenges. Um, so that's kind of the short version of how I decided to push forward and how it brought to me where I am today. So I am truly grateful, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, number one, my husband, my mentor that I worked with, um, family and friends who encouraged me and offered their emotional support through this journey so far. Um, so yeah, definitely support system, so important. Uh, I'm so excited to see where this will go in the next few years. And I really encourage you, if there's something that you always wanted to do, just go for it. Just go for it. Thanks for listening. I hope you loved today's episode just as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check us out on Instagram. And hope to see you soon. Love you all. Salam.